The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to be inspired, informed, motivated, and recharged on radio's favorite power hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Every day is a stellar day on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Let's get this party started. Cynthia will be back to kick it all off after this break. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Did you know that teens with low self-esteem who feel they don't fit in are more vulnerable to peer pressure, more likely to have depressive reactions, eating disorders, higher rates of alcohol and drug abuse, criminal involvement, suicide attempts, and be involved with risky behavior? You can help make a difference by sponsoring this radio program, Be The Star You Are. Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, positive media, and donates positive books to increase literacy. Call 877-944-STAR, S-T-A-R. For more information or visit our website at bethestarur.org. Also, you can make a PayPal donation at www.bethestarur.org. Thank you for helping our youth succeed. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. Well, hello, all you party partners, and welcome to this fine hour of power, Star Style. Be the star you are. You're here with the Stella Donna Goddess Gals. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And, of course, we are a show about following your heart. 
doing what you love, and we have the excitement, the enthusiasm, the inspiration, the motivation, and lots of information for you. We call it edutainment and infotainment. In today's show, we're going to start off the hour. Heather and I are going to talk about domestic violence. It is Domestic Violence Month, and how can you recognize it, stop it, protect yourself, your children, and your loved ones. In segment two, I'll debut the new T-shirts and tank tops that are available from Be The Star You Are that Heather has been modeling, as well as read the chapter from the new book, Be The Star You Are for Teens, The Gift of Dreams, to help you reach for the stars and land on them. And in segment three, author Ray Scop invites you to ride his roller coaster of life as he describes his adventures and misadventures in his new memoir, Friends, Lovers, and Other Paraphernalia. Well, did you know that one in every four women will experience domestic lifetime in her lifetime? And an estimated 1.3 million women are victims of physical assault by an intimate partner every year. 85% of domestic violence victims are women. And historically, females, women, have been the most victimized by someone they know. And a crazy statistic, females who are 20 to 24 years of age are at the greatest risk of non-fatal intimate partner violence and most cases of domestic violence go unreported to the police. So Heather and I want to dedicate this uh, segment to it. Why does it matter? What is domestic violence, Heather, and what are we going to do about it? Exactly. What I heard before is that each year 32 million Americans are affected by domestic violence. And if you put that out, that's 10% of the population and as you even said before, too, and someone we've covered in other Teas for Twos, is this is only what people report. There's a huge thing out there that, you know, part of domestic violence, when you hear violence, you instantly think physical violence. But it comes in all kinds of forms. It comes in physical violence, sexual abuse, uh, emotional abuse, economic abuse. If someone's depriving someone of something, there's so it's many any ways. kind of willful intimidation or assault, exactly. isn't it? And, and a big source of it, you know, is, is control. And I'll get into that in a sense, but that's one thing, too, why it's, a lot of it isn't reported is because, you know, if it's domestic violence between, um, you know, intimate partner and violence. In today's society, it used to be a spousal or marriage, but more people in today are co- uh, cohabitating uh, without being married. And so it's just to say people that are in the same living situation or related. And there's that sense, you know, if, if you tell someone, I'm going to hurt you more or your family will get hurt, or also the sense of shame of that someone, you know, a lot of times and not, and as you mentioned before, is we're not saying this doesn't happen to men, and um, I'll actually get into that topic in, in a moment, but for the most part it is women, and women, you know, are with men being able to control them, there's also that sense that what if it is this strong woman who, you know, may have a very successful job, and on the outside everything looks picture perfect, and she's not ready for, to let that world come crashing down of letting other people know of what's really going on at home. And so that's something, too, people, almost a sense of embarrassment or that they brought them this onto themselves. And they feel shame. Exactly. So, well, I wanted to just jump in and, and just say something about children who witness any kind of domestic violence, which, as you said, doesn't have mm-hmm. to be physical. It can be emotional or, or 
um, or mental or any kind of battery or sexual assault or any kind of abusive behavior that's perpetrated on this intimate partner. But by witnessing it between uh, parents or caretakers, that is the strongest risk factor in transmitting violent behavior from one generation to the next. And here's a statistic that is really frightening. Boys, little boys who witness domestic violence mm-hmm. at home are twice as likely to abuse their own partners and their children when they become wow. adults. So, and, and up to 60% of perpetrators of any kind of partner violence also abuse their children. So it's not just a, when we talk about domestic violence, it's not just between two adults. It also reflects yeah, into it the children's lives. entire families and different family members. And you know, just as we've covered before when we did the topic about, um, you know, about sexual assault and kidnapping, and, and what we found, you know, is that people that had become uh, perpetrators, you know, when they were older, were people that had experienced sexual abuse as a child. And that's a big thing, too, is that we learn our, our parents are our greatest teachers. That's in good and bad situations. Many times, you know, when there's been the school shootings and people want to say, you know, oh, it must have been the media and the music this kid was looking, listening to. And, but really, you know, you can point fingers everywhere and it's never, you know, people are always responsible for their own actions. But it really does start at home. That's why it's so important um, for kids to have a safe and nurturing home and to feel welcomed. Uh, and so when kids come from broken homes, they make broken decisions, and that carries on into their life further. Um, discussing more, you know, with the different forms of abuse, as we said, in all forms of domestic abuse have one purpose, and that's to gain and maintain uh, total control over someone. And then abusers may have certain tactics, you know, may, maybe belittle someone or hold some kind of power over there. And, and as you know, physical violence is, you know, pushing, shoving, hitting, anything that causes physical harm is physical abuse. Sexual abuse, um, you know, molesting, inappropriate touching. And there is a certain thing, people, you know, that rape can happen among spouses. No is a complete sentence. Just because you're married and, you know, and by law or any of that stuff, if someone says no to any kind of sexual act um, and, the, and their husband or their wife uh, forced or boyfriend or girlfriend forces themselves upon them, that is considered rape. There's no other word for it you know, other than rape. It's domestic partnership rape. Well, Another and kind of- as statistics show, one in six women and one in 33 men have experienced um, rape in their lifetime, and nearly 7.8 million women have been raped by an intimate partner. So, as you say, that, you know, the rape does happen between, in relationships, and no is the complete sentence. Forty to forty-five percent of um, forced sex comes after battering in some kind of relationship. Exactly. And two other ones I wanted to touch on, emotional abuse. Sometimes the scars you can't see on the outside are even more damaging than the ones on the inside. Oh, I so agree with you that. You know, emotional abuse, and that's anything from, you know, name-calling, putting someone down, um, you know, constantly belittling them. You know, and this is a big thing, I think, you know, a lot of kids, sometimes parents may think, you know, they're pushing their kids to be better, but sometimes they're pushing them too far. You know, you, you got second place, why didn't you get first place? You know, the, all those kinds of 
constantly, you know, making someone feel that they're not good enough, and that can lead to, you know, a lot of self-destruction in people. Another thing is economic abuse. Now, some people may think economic abuse, what is that? This is a big common one for a lot of women um, who, you know, they sometimes they get married and their entire life becomes their family and husbands, whether they never had a job or maybe they had a successful job and they gave that up to, you know, become a wife or to become a mother. And this is someone putting them on an ex, like a strict economic allowance, owing, allowing them to do so many things, keeping them on a budget, you know, something that, that they need to turn to their spouse or husband for that dependency, you know, for, in order to just survive because they, they can't survive without this other person. And something they've discovered, you know, with this is that social stress has really, you know, this tough economic time, there's been higher increases in all forms of abuse. You know, more people are losing their jobs. Um, that's causing stress. It's leading to more alcohol and drug uses. Again, people, when they have impaired, when their uh, thought process is impaired, a lot of times people may act out violently or cruelly. I know you touched on with the cycles of abuse. When children see this, they learn. You know, we learn from what's going on at home. And one thing that I thought was really interesting when I was learning about this cycle of abuses is uh, Leonore Walker, he, uh, he created this model called the cycle of violence, and it consists of three basic um, cycles. The first one, the three cycles are the honeymoon phase, the tension-building phase, and the acting-out phase. Now, the honeymoon phase is char- characterized uh, with affection, apology, um, appearance, you know, the end of the violence. So someone might have said something or hit someone, and, and the perpetrator, the, the person who caused the abuse feels so terrible, this will never happen again. You know, I don't know what came over me. You know, I've got, I am so sorry. You know, I don't know what I would do without you. That honeymoon phase, that, you know, lovey-dovey. The next is the tension-building phase, and that's characterized by poor communication, tension, fear, causing outbreaks. The thing that it never really got resolved, and then it's still there, and there's this confrontation building up inside. And the final phase is the acting-out phase, and that's characterized by outbursts of violence, abusive incidents. And during this stage is when the battery actually occurs, and then it, when it becomes a continuous um, cycle of things. That, that They've already surpassed these first two, and this is the final building point. And when I was looking into this and, you know, really finding, because we always focus on women, because statistically women are the ones more victimized. But in today's society, especially in my line of work, working with all kinds of people and all kinds of sexuality, domestic violence and same-sex relationships is a huge thing that's unaddressed. Because, in a sense, these people are being double-closeted. It's so underreported because, in one sense, they're already a minority that, you know, two men for, um, you know, if one, if, if one partner is, you know, takes on the more uh, masculine role and is the abuser, that person, in order to come forward, not only are they coming forward and admitting to their sexuality, but then they have to take the social outcast of making you know, if they've been abused by another man or they've been abused by another woman, um, if it's a lesbian couple. And a lot of times people have that social fear that they're not going to be treated the same. That almost, well, and they're afraid to tell anyone because exactly. maybe they're not even out to their families or many of them might not be out to their uh, their jobs or their uh, exactly. or even some of their exactly. friends. Yeah, so that and is exactly. a very frightening have indicated actually that partner abuse among male same-sex couple is actually several times higher than heterosexual couples, but several times under um, underreported because, as I said before, it's considered double closeting. Is that these people, you know, they're uh, they're fearful to come out because of there's already 
that, you know, lack of protection they feel in society about being, you know, open to the world about their sexuality. And now to come forward with this, you know, it, it's a lot of times people feel, you know, they, if they don't feel they can tell someone about their sexuality, how do they feel safe? and telling their community about the... Well, I have a few hotline numbers, Heather, that I wanted to give out. If uh, anyone out there is uh, suffering from any kind of abuse, domestic violence, and as Heather has so aptly said, it doesn't have to be physical. It can be mental or emotional or any, any kind of battering. And I think this is important to note. The, uh, the violence uh, hotline number is 800-799-7233. And the National Sexual Assault Hotline is 800-656-4673. And if you are a teenager, and you know that we care about teens here, there's a National Teen Dating Abuse Hotline, 866-331-9474, 866-331-9474. And all are confidential, and I think it's really important that we get help. Heather, this is a great segment. We'll have to even do more on it later. Could you give out um, our our websites? And I just want to finish by saying we're never going to really be safe at home until we end the epidemic that is domestic violence. And there is a cure if we all start really paying attention to it, reporting it, and not allowing it to happen to ourselves. Do not be a victim. Do not allow ourselves to be a victim. So, Heather, thank you for all this reporting. Would you give us um, the information? Yeah, most definitely. You can go to myspace.com forward slash Carmeny Clutches, both with a K, bethestarur.com, and bethestarur.org. Well, thank you so much. You've been listening to Cynthia Bryan. And they'll be the star you are when we come back from break. We're going to be having Rice. Uh, well, no, actually, he's in the next, uh, he's in the third one. So actually, I will be back when we come back. So stay with me. I'm Cynthia. And I'm Heather Whitney. And this is Star Style. Be the star you are, or I'll be back in just a bit. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a change maker when you dare to care by supporting Be the Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Bethestarur.org. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. In today's rapid pace of change, today's successful job may be outdated tomorrow. Your level of success in business depends on your ability to adapt, to transition, and to reinvent yourself. It's important not to get stagnant and to greet change as an opportunity for growth. You'll always be valuable for what you do best, but being able to modify your skills to meet the emphasis of a technological world will serve you the best in the long haul. The 65-year-old retirement model will be abandoned by many employers in the future, which means that an increasingly important criteria for hobbies and avocations of older people will be their potential to generate income. Your livelihood may be dependent on the reinvention of 
you. Get prepared, be prepared, be you. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style Productions with another Business Bite. And if you're in a transition and need a life's lift, call for a coaching session at 925-377-7827 or email Cynthia at star-style.com. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature Star Style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7888. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. Are you wondering how to jumpstart your life while bringing more excitement and joy into every moment? Join the Goddess Gals, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, each week on radio's favorite power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are. You'll hear from the experts and authors that inspire and motivate you to be your greatest, unique self. Plus, in Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew, Cynthia and Heather tackle the topics and tips that make a difference. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on World Talk Radio, Studio. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. I appreciate you staying with me today on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. The Miracle Moment is brought to you by Be the Star You Are Literacy Charity. When you make a $99 donation, you can have a case of brand new books valued between $500 and $600 shipped to a cause a charity, a school, organization of your choice, visit BeTheStarYouAre.org or call 925-377-7827. The miracle moment is success will never be a big step in the future. Success is a small step taken right now. Well, besides the book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, one of the most exciting releases this month that Be the Star You Are has made is the production of high-quality, beautiful tank tops and T-shirts emblazoned with the logo, Be the Star You Are, and Read, Lead, Succeed on it. We have white tees and black tanks in sizes small through extra large. You can see them at the website, starstyleradio.com if you go to books 
books, and you'll see them there. Or you can see them on the book a website, be the star you are dot com, where Heather is uh, modeling the the uh, shirts, and you can uh, choose your shirt. Uh, the white tees are thirteen dollars. The black tanks are fifteen. Shipping is five dollars. And it is a donation to be the star you are. You're going to feel really great walking around in a shirt that broadcasts that not only are you a star, but everyone that that uh, sees the shirt will reflect back to them that they also are a star, and it is a tax deduction. Again, be the star you are dot com. You can also order from the offices nine two five three seven seven star. And that's with credit card. You will really love the quality of the shirts. And, hey, what better thing than to tell people, you know, be the star you are. Well, be the star you are for teens is in bookstores. So you have many choices on ordering the book. You can go to your favorite local bookseller. You can go to your online bookstore. Or you can buy directly from Be The Star You Are charity or from our website, BeTheStarYouAre.com, where we'll include autographs and photos and a few other freebies. But but wherever you want to get the book, you go out and get it. Be The Star You Are for teens. If you're ready to be the star you are, you're going to really find this a, a really uplifting book. And from the information that we're getting and reviews of people who have read it, Although we wrote it targeting teens and coaches and teachers and parents or grandparents and anybody who works with teens, people literally are telling us that it reawakens the teen within them and that it's a great book for everyone. Well, my intention in life is to help other people live their dreams, find their purpose, and discover their passions. And as an empowerment coach, I work with people or with groups, or with companies in person, at their offices, at our studios, or over the phone, to assist others in achieving their goals and making the most of their life. In the book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, I wrote a really important short chapter that's great for anybody. It's called The Gift of Dreams. And the goal with this chapter is to help you dream bigger dreams and help them come true, make them come true. So at this time, I humbly wish to read you The Gift of Dreams, and this is from the book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, Simple Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, Learning, and Leading. Do you spend time daydreaming? I sure hope so. Imagine the life you want to live. Are you interested in doing what you love and loving what you do? Do you want to earn a living and learn a living? You can do and be anything you want in life. If you have the courage to dream big enough, be realistic, and do what is necessary to implement those dreams, you can achieve anything in life and make a living doing it. When you identify what you want, believe you can get it and persevere until you have it. Although parents want what is best for their children, often parents attempt to decide the life path for their teens. Now, I'm always encouraging parents to allow their children to follow their hearts and discover their own career. When we're passionate about an opportunity, we will excel. Now, I was one of those kids always getting in trouble in class because I was talking and asking too many questions. I was curious and interested in other people, and I found it second nature to understand what made others tick. Now, Chatty Cathy would have been a better name for me than Cynthia, 
But the irony is, is that these early flaws in me led to my becoming an international speaker, earning a living, talking by motivating audiences to be the stars they are. And, of course, hosting a radio show since 1998. My parents told me that by the time I was three, I was actively performing for aunts, uncles, and cousins at weekly Sunday get-togethers. And if there weren't people to entertain, I'd dance, sing, and talk to the farm animals. Perhaps it was the applause and the giggles that whetted my appetite, but somehow at a young age, I always knew I wanted to be an actor. And as a devout Catholic, this was not what my parents had visioned for me. So being an obedient child, I then dreamed of becoming a nun. At 18, I flew to Ireland to visit a convent. Despite my interest in a religious life, my first grade teacher, Sister Mary Germain, who just telephoned me today, by the way, was very excited, suggested that I was better suited for the bright lights of Hollywood. Thank goodness she understood my passions. Just think how I would have tormented those holy souls with my singing, dancing, antics, and talking. Well, just because you have a dream, it doesn't mean it's going to come true without hard work. Norman Vincent Peale said, nothing of great value in life comes easily. The things of highest value sometimes come hard. The gold that has the greatest value lies deepest in the earth, as do the diamonds. Happiness is doing what you love and loving what you do. The bigger your dream, the brighter your future. Now, here are the steps that I teach to reaching and living your dreams. First of all, dream the dream. If you don't already know what your dream is, the best way to find out is to brainstorm what you love in life. What are you really, really, really good at? What do you love to do? If you knew you couldn't fail, what would you try? What is it that you're doing when you lose track of time? Write the plan. Write everything down on paper. You can't get where you want to go unless you know where you're going. You must consider ways you can create the reality of your dream. Make a list of what you'll need to do, where you want to go, and how you're going to do it. Get the skills you need. Talent and skills are different. Everyone is born with innate talents, but skills are learned and developed. Get educated. Take a class. Find a mentor. Hire a coach. Learn the trade. Then you can blend your talent with your new skills and never stop learning. Go into action. It's up to you to make it happen. Don't expect your doorbell to ring with the offer of a lifetime. You'll need to pound the pavement, send out resumes and proposals and manuscripts, join organizations that may need your services, network with everything you know and everyone you know, talk to people, ask for help, and share your dream. Find support. Surround yourself with people who support your desires and believe in your ability to prevail. Just one person is enough to start with. Hire a coach who will be your greatest advocate. You do need a champion you can depend on, and no one ever succeeds alone. Believe in yourself. No plan can properly actually prosper if you lack faith in yourself. If you don't believe in you, who else will? Trust in yourself and all the possibilities the universe offers. Conceive, believe, achieve. You can be and do. And once you've developed your plan, stop worrying about things you can't control. Work hard. Don't be attached to preconceived outcomes because sometimes detours in your progress result in the greatest achievements. Be flexible. Remember to enjoy the moment. 
You have a dream and you have a strategy. Now, follow it. And I have an exercise for you that I'd like to go over, which is how to dream big. Now, this is just a questionnaire, and it's really easy to, um, to implement if you're willing to go, you know, go the mile with me. So this is the exercise from the book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, called Dream Big. And this questionnaire is designed to help you discover your dreams, identify your fears, get you moving in the right direction. So you've got to answer truthfully and spontaneously. Remember, nothing is too outrageous. Just write down what you feel, what you want, what you need and desire, no matter how silly you think it may be. And let's make your dream come true. The first one, what motivates you to get out of bed in the morning? If you were told you had just a couple years to live, how would you want to spend your days? If there were no limitations, including money, skills, education, or family obligations, what would be your ultimate passion to pursue in this lifetime? List your favorite hobbies or your favorite leisure activities, things that make you lose track of time, things that make you happy. Write a list of the people who love and support you. You can count on those people 100%. Write down their names now. Do you have a mentor? And if so, who is this mentor? And why is he or she your mentor? What is your greatest fear? Why do you fear it? Lift all your dreams, no matter how small, that you have already realized. It could be very simple things like learning to tie your shoes. Whatever it is, again, write it down. Ask yourself, do you get easily discouraged? If so, why? Do you take time to daydream? Do you take time to meditate or to contemplate the future? Or do you feel that this is just a waste of time? Describe your feelings and describe how your feelings make you feel towards listing your dreams. What, what and who do you want to be with you when you grow up? And who do you see around you? Most importantly, it's take it one day at a time. Don't worry. Look for results. Allow dreams to happen, and one day the puzzle will be just put together, and you'll be living your dreams. And as I like to tell all my clients, and I want to empower you, if you can dream it, you can do it. Do it, be it, live your dreams. And to pick up a copy of Be the Star You Are for Teens, Simple Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, Learning, and Leading, you can go to the website, Be the Star You Are. Dot com. You can order books there. You can also order uh, books by calling our office, 925-377-7827. And you can get books from your local bookstore or online at your favorite online seller. Be the Star You Are for Teens is available everywhere. And we certainly hope that when you pick up the book, you'll open it wherever and you will feel the gift of you and go on and be the best person that you can be. Now, I have another thing I wanted to read. It's called The Self-Same Test. It is all in vain to preach the truth to the eager years of a trusting youth. If whenever a lad is standing by, he sees you cheat and he hears you lie, 
Fine words may grace the advice you give, but youth will learn from the way you live. Honor's a word that a thief may use, high-sounding language the base may choose. Speech is empty and preaching vain, though the truth shines clear and the lesson's plain. If you play false, he will turn away, for your life must square with the things you say. He won't tread the path of your righteous talk, but will follow the path which you daily walk. Not as I do, but do as I say, won't win him to follow the better way. Through the thin veneer of your speech he'll see, unless you're the man you would have him be. The longer you live, you will find this true, as you would teach, you must also do. Rounded sentences, smooth and fair, were better not said if your deeds aren't square. If you teach him to live to his very pest, you must live your life by the self-same test. And this is a poem by Edgar Guest that I absolutely live by. I think that this is a, an incredible tribute to walking the talk, to having integrity, and who being the star you are, which is what we talk about on this show all the time. You must learn to be your own self, your only self, and your best self. So make sure that you take the self-same test and you learn the fundamentals one at a time of being the star you are because success doesn't come overnight. The great players at anything are willing to spend the hours needed practicing, whether it's on the playground or in the gym or during the off-season. And you don't have to be a master of everything to learn how to play the game of life. But constant practice and diligence is required. And don't worry about making a mistake. Because as we say here, failure is failure. Failure is fertilizer. Well, you've been listening to Cynthia Bryan. I am your personal growth coach. And this is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. For more information about the charity, visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. And to buy the book, the new book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, go to BeTheStarYouAre.com. When we return from break, you'll meet new author Ray Scopp, who describes himself as a Jewish Forrest Gump who has lived a life that needs to be a movie. Stay with me. I will be right back, and we'll be talking about friends, lovers, and other paraphernalia. I'm Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Back in a bit. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a changemaker when you dare to care by supporting Be The Star You Are charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Be the star you are.org. Are you living your dreams? 
Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations. With personalized sessions by phone or in person, you'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan. Brian is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com. You can be the star you are. Are you wondering how to jumpstart your life while bringing more excitement and joy into every moment? Join the Goddess Gals, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, each week on radio's favorite power hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. You'll hear from the experts and authors that inspire and motivate you to be your greatest, unique self. Plus, in Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew, Cynthia and Heather tackle the topics and tips that make a difference. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on World Talk Radio, Studio. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at bethestaryouare.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. Well, thank you so much for staying with me. I am Cynthia Bryan, your personal growth coach, and you are listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, where we bring you the authors and experts with reason and wit. It's where the world comes to talk and listen, and it's a pleasure to broadcast with you every week. Well, Ray Scop has lived through seven decades of turmoil, triumph, trips, and timeouts, which he chronicles in his fun memoir, Friends, Lovers, and Other Paraphernalia. Ray is with us. Welcome, Ray, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Hi, it's good to be with you. Well, Ray, you're, you start off the book, your mother went into premature labor when the Ku Klux Klan set fire to your front lawn that the night you were born into a world that was filled with prejudice and discrimination. And a sentence in your memoir states that although the police were called, nobody answered because they were probably all dressed in hooded white robes standing in your front yard. This was a, such, a, such a frightening moment, I think, for your family and not a very good welcoming to the world. How do you feel that this has affected your life, you know, as you see it today? Well, it, it was very traumatic that I came into life that way, and it caused me to feel, why do people hate me? You know, why do they burn crosses? And did you ever come to, you know, any kind of conclusion with this? Because your father was a very prominent rabbi. And yes. because of that, he was actually absent quite a bit. Talk about your parents. 
Oh, my parents, my father gave his life, you know, to, to humanity, to the community, and my mother devoted her life to her children. And so for you, did you feel, it seems like at least in your book, as much as you loved your dad, you felt that he wasn't there for you, and you had vowed that you were going to be there for your kids when you became a father one day. Yes, which I have very much. Yeah, and tell me about this. I know, you know, you talk about the different friends, and, of course, the book is called Friends, Lovers, and Other Paraphernalia, but you do talk about the sadness of your wife dying at, uh, at a young age in a car accident, and then when you remarried, the new woman did not want to have your daughter around, and she treated her really horribly, and you actually ended up putting your daughter into foster care. That had to be very traumatic. Uh, I still live, you know, forgive me, because, you know, I'm emotional. But I lived that feeling with my daughter. Thank God, you know, she overcame everything. But it was a horrible guilt feeling that people would not accept, you know, what I brought into the world and, it was very traumatic, yes, you're right. But, but Ray, the, what, you, what you just said I think is very important because it's a lesson we can all learn from it. Although I, in your book, Friends, Lovers, and Other Paraphernalia, you talk about that after the divorce from your second wife that you realize this was one of the great tragedies in giving up Bonnie. But the reality is today you are very close and you've mended the relationship. And she's turned out to be an amazing young woman. So we can really heal and we can forgive and we can move on. Yes, it's all, you know, it's all about love. You know, I have a sister that's very involved with a guy named Jack Canfield. Mm -hmm. And she's very close to him. And she teaches about loving circle and loving people. And you know what? It's all about love. Well, I think everything, that's the, the, it, it all gets back to that, doesn't it? Well, you talk about a lot of love in your book, <laughs> Friends, Lovers, and Other Paraphernalia. And you also had a great love of your life that was in and out of your life that I imagine you're probably still very good friends. Let's tell us, tell us a little bit about this star-crossed Romeo and Juliet kind of um, love affair that went on with uh, Lynn, who was a college sweetheart. Okay, Lynn is a multi-billionaire. She has redecorated the Taj Mahal. Uh, she's on website. I just talked to her the other day. She was really the love of my life, but we never hooked up. But we still talk. We're still very dear friends. And, again, you know, Romeo and Juliet, you know, what would have happened if she would have been, you know, the the woman of my life, but... It was not meant to be. It was Romeo and Juliet. But we talk, you know, and again, it's all about love. Love is the key to everything. Well, what was her response to the book? Have you sent her a she copy? Because it. she yeah. is throughout the entire memoir. She loves the book. She would be so happy to make a movie. Well, if she, she is um, the billionaire, perhaps she can fund it because... The next question is, you actually have uh, a nephew who is a movie director, right? Yes, my nephew is Mike Binder. 
you can all check him out. And he got into that whole situation because of me, because his uncle, you know, promoting rock groups. And by the way, I have a new group coming out, and they're going to become multimillionaires. All right, good. I hope you're going to go right along with them and manage them, because we're going to get to that. I want you to tell us about your um, the managing the bands. But did you want to talk about um, your influence on Mike's career? Yes, uh, I talked to Mike. Uh, few years ago, uh, you know, it's very hard to get a hold of him today, but he told me because of Uncle Ray, which is me, that he got into show business because I used to bring rock bands that slept in his basement that influenced him to go into show business. That's, that's fun. That's definitely very fun. Well, that gets you to the rock bands. You started managing rock bands uh, very early on, and you managed quite a few throughout college, and then you actually um, managed Ted Nugent, who went on to great fame. Yes, I did. I really helped Ted Nugent get on the map, and, you know, it's kind of complicated, but, you know, I left him and walked away because of my own ego, but he, he said to me one day, he said, Ray, I owe you. I made a mistake. You should have been my manager because... You really helped us, you know, learn about harmony and, and music. Well, a lot of things that you, you know, it sounds like that you tried to be very, very fair in all your business dealings. And unfortunately, so often when we're dealing in the entertainment industry, especially in the music industry, there's always some fast talker that comes along and tries to steal your gig from you, which happened to you several times is you would get a group together and then next thing you know, some fast talking, smoozing imposter basically who really wasn't a good you know wasn't a manager would uh, have your people sign a contract and they'd come running back to you later on yes i was always at the right place at the wrong time uh, unfortunately i was too nice to everybody and you know they, they they say thank you i appreciate it and i remember one time a gentleman named bob seeker came to me and he wanted me to manage him and I said, Bob, you know, I'm into the Beatles. I met two of them in my life. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, I don't like the way you sing. I screwed up again. <laughs> no, I don't say that you screwed up. I think you, you made a choice, and you are probably being honest. Now, are you still going to call your record company Cosmic Ray Record Productions? Actually, my company is called Flowtown uh, I'm working with another company, Powerline Records, which is a very sweet, good friend. And, you know, through trial and error, we have put together a major group that has so much talent, and I'm going to invest in them, and we're going to put out, you know, our own demo. And I'm telling you, they're going to go big time. You will not well, believe Well, are it. you going to create a website so that people will be able to find you? Yes, I uh, I'm with, you know, my publisher, Ex Libris, and also uh, at Powerline Records uh, is a, another website that they can find me. Okay, so PowerlineRecords.com and ExLibris.com, which is E-X-L-I-B-R-I-S.com. We're talking with uh, Ray Scoff and his book is a memoir called Friends, Lovers, and Other Paraphernalia. Ray, tell us why you think you are the Jewish Forrest Gump. 
because I've lived three lives. I've gone through prejudice, and, you know, if, if Obama would ever get a chance to see what I've done or Oprah Winfrey, you know, this thing should be made into a movie because what I've lived through and experienced. Now, your daughter is working for a winery now that helps abuse, gives money to abuse kids. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. I went to the website, toasttohumanity.com. I was very impressed. She is phenomenal. Do you, want, do you know what it is that she's, how she's running it? Uh, it's a website that she's promoted for like five years. She's tied in with, you know, a lot of big companies and trying to get that off the ground. But, you know, what she's done, uh, the girl's a genius and really deserves a break somewhere. Now, how are the rest of your family doing? And tell us how everybody has responded to your book. Because you have a lot of very, very personal stories in here that we can't repeat on the air. But uh, has, uh, has it been, has the response to friends, lovers, and other paraphernalia been positive from family and friends? It's unbelievable. People treasure it. Everybody loves to read it, and they all want to buy it, including my students. Okay. Now, you were a teacher, and you've been a teacher for many years. Uh, talk to us a little bit about teaching and how it is working with your students. Honey, it's kept me young. I love my kids. They're like my own kids. I've motivated them. I, I hear from many of them over the years that are doctors and have gone into professions thanks to me. And that's my reward. And I still teach. And, you know, really, the kids are the greatest thing in the whole world. You know, it's such an interesting, world. it's so great that you say that because I really, oh, I was talking earlier about living your dreams and the importance of finding a mentor or a role model or a teacher, anyone that you can look up to so that you can really follow your path. And just before uh, the radio today, this morning, actually my first grade teacher called me from Ireland. <laughs> And it was so great to know that, you know, she still remembers after all these years her first grader. I always call myself her favorite first grader. I don't know if that's true, but she was one of my favorite teachers. And I feel just like you, teachers really can make a difference. Well, I have. And so many of them contact me through MySpace or Facebook or whatever, thanking me for helping them and, you know, Really, I look forward every day, even now in you know my later years, to help kids and 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 motivate them and give them a feeling of love and respect that teenagers don't get every day. Now, what what's next for you? What is Living next for Ray Scott? Are you going to write a sequel to this? You're going to. I we know that you're going to be. Um, working on the band and getting that going. Is this the next big dream? Well, I have two dreams. Uh, one is I've written and created cartoons to teach kids about science, which I'm working with animators and cartoonists, trying to you know get them published and get them out uh, on the market. Oh, that's a very exciting. Are you actually doing the cartoons or are the kids doing them? My kids have done it. I've written the scripts, and they're doing it animated, and we're trying to get it, you know, because 
today kids are learning, you know, by animation and cartoons and technology. And what I'm a great idea. That. That's really thinking outside the box. Right, yeah. So that's one way, thing that you're doing. The band's another thing. Are you going to be writing more, um, more books, or do you think you're going to just be promoting this one for a while and taking a break? No, I hope I'm talking to Cynthia or her gorgeous daughter. You are talking to Cynthia. Oh, you're beautiful. <laughs> thank you, thank you. The most important thing is being uh, beautiful on the inside, and I think that's a quality that you admire in people, and that shows forth in your memoir, Friends, Lovers, and Other Paraphernalia. Let's give out the Exlibri website once again so people can get your book. The author is Ray Scop. It's S-K-O-P. And it really is his journey from birth until where he is right now and all the different people he's met along the way, the triumphs as well as, you know, some of the troubles. You're, you were very honest in it, which I appreciate uh, doing. And, of course, I, I think that maybe you may be making a movie about your life at some point, right? If I can get a hold of Mike Binder, you know, in California, my nephew, it, or anybody, it should be made into a movie. Well, I think all you're going to need, just send him the book. Send him a copy from Uncle Ray and say, what do you think, Mike? Can we do this? I, I well, Ray, I want to thank you for being on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Pick up a copy of his memoirs, Friends, Lovers, and Other Paraphernalia at exlibri.com. You can be watching for his rock group, which will be coming out, and you'll be able to um, hear the next best thing in music. And, of course, I'm also excited about your kids' cartoons. Ray, thank you for being a guest on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. All right, by the way, the group is called Ella Cassette, so put that in your memoirs. Ella Cassette. Well, we'll be listening for Ella Cassette. Thank you, Ray Scop, his memoir, Friends, Lovers, and Other Paraphernalia, exlibri.com. And thanks to all of you for being incredible listeners around the world. It is such a privilege and a pleasure to be with you every week here so that we can bring you the authors, the experts, and different excerpts from books and other things that can empower and improve your life. I hope that you go out into the world Make a difference and decide to be the best person you can possibly be. Take a look in the mirror and admire yourself. And until we celebrate next week, I'm Cynthia Bryan. Ciao for now. Be the star you are. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.